Hello, my name is Paul Harvey and I am a midlife coach and you are listening to a life, passion and business shortcast. Now over the last few years I have spoken to hundreds of people and I've discovered that our story is everything because what we do, feel or experience is based on the stories that we tell ourselves. This shortcast is a bite-sized episode to explore the ingredients of a good life. We bring out the thoughts, tips and tools so you can try them on for size. So let's explore and see what is possible. Hello and welcome to A Reflection. We are going to be covering today writing and journaling and the power of both. 30 years ago, it has to be 30 years ago, I was told by a coach, you're not writing that down. And I said, no, I don't really need to. I'll hold it in my head. And his reply to me was quite sharp when he said, If you're not writing this down, you have no intention of remembering it. And he went on to explain about how plastic the mind is and how how we will adapt our memory of something to fit the circumstances. And he's not wrong. We do. This is why one of the biggest issues in uh, remembering anything can be difficult because we will always change the circumstances to fit the current narrative. Mm. And that's why writing down goals, intentions, plans and things are so important and a critical part of any coaching process or any personal development process. We have to have a written agreement, a confirmed thing. And that's where journaling comes in for me. I have a daily practice, to be purely honest, it used to be a solid daily practice. I have to say now it's less daily. But it's still a practice. I will journal something every couple of days. But if I'm on a project, the journaling will probably be every single day. So what is it about journaling that's so important? And how does this fit with writing and holding things in our head? Well, that's the point. When we have a lot going on, using a journal, using something to write down our thoughts is a fantastic place for working out stuff. It's a fantastic place for getting to grips with a problem that we might have. It's a space for brainstorming, experimenting with new ideas. It helps people, helps us process some of the thinking that's going on behind the scenes of something. But also it's a place for processing feelings. I mean, I've even used it if I've had a a difficult circumstance or difficult situation, I may describe the situation in words on the page. And then read it back afterwards and look at it. Look at what I what I remember of that situation. And it's amazing what comes out when you actually go back and look at that journaled content, that journaled story. I have used it to reprocess old memories and things where sometimes that might not be my finest hour. And by reprocessing them, by writing those stories down or getting a chance to explore them on the page... And somehow forgive myself for my actions has been very powerful. So there's a lot to be said for that kind of processing that we can do on the page. But that's not what I'm talking about today. Over the last 10 years, there have been times when I've journaled and times when I haven't. And when I consider that time, when I think back over those 10 years, the times when I am writing, I am more consistent with how I, how I, with, with my process, with how I'm moving forward. But the challenge has always been, again, indexing, understanding what I'm journaling about or where something is. A couple of years ago, I was told about a book called The Journal Writer's Companion. 
I think it's Alias Thomas, A-L-Y-S-S. I will leave a link to it in the show notes. This is Editing Paul here. It's Alice Thomas. I had I checked it up with the missus and she says it's definitely Alice. The Journal Writer's Companion is a brilliant description of various techniques for journaling. And I think it probably almost covers every form of journaling so that you get a real handle on how the best way to do it for you. The main point is it's an exploration for you to find what sort of journaling suits you. And I think our use of a system depends on what you're using it for and when you're using it or what the circumstances. So as I said, one of the issues I had about journaling is I've really found it valuable to get my thoughts down on the page. And as I said, if I was processing something particularly knotty, then that would be a great place to get in some clarity around that knotty situation. But one thing that is amazing about it is the ideas that come out, but you lose them. That's the problem. You know, Because I've written it down in a book, which might have a couple of hundred pages, how on earth do I find the idea in that book? You know, my coach was right in terms of you have to write something down in order to commit to doing something with it. But unless it's in front of your face, unless you're reading it on a regular basis, it might as well just disappear. It might might as well not be written down. So indexing is the answer. So in the bullet journaling, it's a a whole system in bullet journaling. And best best look it up and and that the uh, book I just mentioned has some stuff about it and you can find things online about it. And bullet journaling is a particular style where you are are indexing as you go. So my version of that is I have page numbers on my journal. Um, I will always look to write a page of words and then I'll turn the page over. And then the next page will be my to do list or things I'm actively working on today. And that's my commitment to journaling. It's literally one side of of where my thoughts are and one side are my actions. That's how I use it. And that page, journal page, will be numbered. And then it'll be indexed at the front of the book. So the book has a number of spaces on it, so I index it. And if I'm feeling particularly good, I will cross-index things as well, like I'll put other page numbers where the same topic came up. Was it the weekend? No, Friday morning. I noticed Friday morning that I had not been indexing it very well. My indexing had been a bit lax and I had just been writing and I had at least 20 pages of stuff I hadn't indexed. Now, I'm not writing every day at the moment. It's every couple of days I think I'm writing. So it's not a huge amount of time, but certainly way back into January. When I started looking through those pages to index them, the things I discovered in those pages was absolutely amazing. Things I had completely forgotten. So I journal when I get out of bed in the morning. And the first thing I do is I start writing. And that time for me is such a creative point. It's such a point of inspiration. And so the ideas flow fast, but they don't stick. They literally just float away unless I capture them. And I went back through this journal and thought, whoa, that's an amazing idea. Oh, that's brilliant. I need to do this. And so I've gone back and captured all the things that I said that I would do around the podcast, around events, around ideas for outreach for my local community, for climate change, and all the things that are kind of bubbling away in my active polymorphic brain um, that I keep thinking I want to do. And I just, it was so inspiring to do this. And I've coined that phrase now, germining. Because I realise it's journal mining. There is 
so much gold in this book in front of me that I am awed by it on some level. Now, you know, ideas are cheap. It's implementation that's always the thing that needs to that always needs to needs to happen. But the point about it is, unless I journaled, I wouldn't have the ideas. And unless I went back and read it, I wouldn't have a chance to implement them. And now what I've done is taken some of those factors, some of those things, and I've put them on my on my brain dump list. That's another thing to talk about another time. A brain dump list is a list of everything that you want to do. And it comes out of focus coaching. The idea is you have an endless list of all the things that you want to do. And every so often you look at those things and decide what's most important. And that's the challenge, I have to say, deciding what's most important. But we work at it. We work at it. So some of the things that came out of that list is that is, is my excitement around a new project I'm working on. I'm, I'm working on a new project called Sustainable Old Men, which will tell you more about when I know more about it. But it's just really excited me. And I picked out some of the things out in the journal about that and thought, wow, yes, 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 of course, it would be brilliant to do these things. And that's what's so exciting when I discovered this stuff. So journal mining, going through your journal and looking at what you thought about under certain dates. Seeing where your mindset was, it is very refreshing to see how some of the clarity I had in these days, particularly when I don't feel clear. And sometimes I don't feel clear. That's the honest truth. Some days there are some days, some days are better than others. <laughs> I'm human like everyone else. We have our ups. We have our downs. We have to focus. Ah, using my own tools is the most important thing. So look, if you've never done journaling before, I encourage you to do something. So here's the homework, if you want to call it homework. Get yourself a new book, something that you would like to write in. Set the alarm maybe 10 minutes earlier than the morning than you would normally do. Maybe 30 minutes if you're feeling ambitious. And get up and write something. Now, in the artist's way, she encourages you to just to scribble anything on the page. And that is really valuable if you just want to get the crap out of your mind, because it does. It really does release the stuff. And I suggest you look up that thing. It's called Morning Pages. You can find all about that by doing a Google search. Um, I wouldn't use necessarily a good book for Morning Pages. You just want to use a notepad because you very rarely read the stuff. And the idea is to write as fast as possible and as much as possible. Just fill a page in the shortest time as possible. And it tends to be absolute. I kind of how to describe it, really. Probably best described as a written equivalent of diarrhea. I did artist pages for a couple of years and the stuff that came out was some of it was vitriol. And you can. The idea is you can write anything, say anything. There's no holes barred. But the kind of journaling I currently do is a lot more structured. Um, it will be, um, what, you know, what, where is my energy today? That might, I might start. What am I excited about? What am I happy about? What am I unhappy about? These are all prompts that you can use just to write. And the idea would be just to write a page. No more. Just one page and leave it at that. And if you haven't got a page in you in the morning, don't worry about it. You know, you can do it by setting a clock. Like, let's have 10 minutes, have 20 minutes. The idea is to discover what journaling process works for you. And I wouldn't necessarily go with the indexing process immediately. I would literally just get into the habit of writing some stuff and read it back later and see if anything comes out that you were surprised at. Once you can see there's a value to this for you, then it's time to find out what kind of journey most supports you. And I think there's always a value, but Maybe not. I, who do I know? I, I only know from me it's been my value and from the people I've worked with. But, you know, 
I open it up. It might not be valuable to you. If you give this a try, I would love to hear how you get on with it, as always, because it's always interesting to get feedback from these things. Anyway, that's it from me for this week. Do subscribe and follow. Lots of things happening over the next few months, what with um, the events coming up around money and other subjects. If focus is your issue, do check out the focus coaching page at the website at lifepassionandbusiness.com. And while you're there, there are over 350 different shows and conversations with people all about how to live this life, because that is what we're about. Now, if you've enjoyed this conversation, please share it with a friend, because that is how people like yourself discover good podcasts. As always, thank you so much for your time and attention. I will catch you next time. All the best.